by faith, we walk by faith. Our life is a faith journey. So we're back to the basis, it's just tuning, kind of fine-tuning our hearing, fine-tuning our thinking, get, getting our minds renewed um, to the things of God. Because our faith is the victory that could overcome the whole world. Yes. Scripture says, even our faith. So as I said before, how we got born again is through faith. Our life, our journey, everything as a saint of God is by faith. So um, the same way we received our forgiveness, our, our cleansing, you know, our salvation, it's the same way we live every day, and that is by faith. The same way we get healed, the same way we get filled with the Holy Spirit. How is it? By faith. The same way we get our financial needs met, by faith. And we have to realize that, and the more... I get into the Word, the more I hear the Word, the more I, I stand on the Word of God, the more I see how the Lord, He's got all of it. It's all intertwined, and, and we have to receive everything. Yes. Everything from God we have to receive, and it's right. by faith. So um, Mark eleven twenty two. 22, uh, what did Jesus say? He said for them to have faith in God. So let's start. And Jesus answering, saying unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. We've heard this scripture, I know, about a month and a half now. But both, uh, all of those scriptures are by faith. Yes. One, they're in two different directions. One is faith against something, and the other is faith to receive something. Right. One is faith against something. The other is faith to receive something. Verse 23 is not a prayer. Verse 24 includes a prayer. So what did the Lord say? If you would say, yes. say to the mountain. Yes. So if the Lord is telling us to speak to the mountain in our lives, is he the one causing the problem? Is God the one that makes mountains, put mountains and evil things and bad things in our lives? No, because he would be saying, will you speak against me? You know, I mean, if, if, if the saints of God would just sit down and just rationalize their thinking, why would God do something to make me come try and come against him for what he's done? He didn't do it. God is not the problem. He's not the one. He didn't put it there. So, you know, he, and he, he's already taken it away through faith when you receive it. But the saints of God, the saints, oh God, you know, have it in their mind that, it's, that these things are from God. And if you think that it's from God, why fight it? Really, if you really think, thought that God was doing these things, why are you fighting it? You are not bigger than God. You cannot arm wrestle God into doing anything, whatever. If, if he didn't want to do it, he's not going to do it. So he's not your problem. The Lord is not your problem. He said for us to speak to the mountain. So, you know, we 
um, as saints of God, we know, we've been taught how to speak to the mountain. But every now and then we need just like a little mini refresher because sometimes we fall back into old habits and old ways. But so we realize, well, wait, wait, let's, let's get a grip here. Let's just see what's going on and let's talk about this thing. And, you know, he didn't even tell us to pray about the mountain. And, you know, they have songs, Lord, I mean, then they come up and say, Lord, don't even move my mountain. Now, that's totally contrary to what the Lord said. He said to speak to the mountain so it can be cast in the sea. And they have the grand nerve to say, don't move my mountain, Lord. And then they ask, give me the strength to climb. Why would you want to climb something the Lord said, obliterate, get it out all the way. You speak it, get rid of it. Right. Why do you want to climb it? And then have the nerve to tell them, don't even move it. That's right. I, if they even thought about what they were saying. If, you know, but they don't because they're so, you know, people are so in tune to religious doctrines, teachings, sayings, quotes, old songs, bad songs. They get locked into that and they think that's truth Bible everything. As we used to say as children coming up, it's truth Bible everything. So when we said that, you know we were telling the truth. Truth Bible everything. That is the truth. And they have taken all these, you know, this, the, the, the old spiritual hymns and, you know, all these things that wasn't based on the word of God and sung them so much that they thought they were the word of God. You know, when I get to heaven, nobody's going to tell me what they're doing. Who are you going to be bossing around in heaven? See, Satan tried that and he got kicked out. And you're going up there talking about when you get to heaven, you're going to sing and shout and nobody be able to put you out. You must be out of your mind. But see, they sang those songs, got so glad about and everything. If you thought about what you said, you but let me shut up before I get kicked out like the devil did. You know, they, they don't think, they don't think. They get too, you know, too into the, to the beat of the song or whatever, and they're not listening to the words. You know, we, we, uh, when we do praise and worship, and we get some wonderful songs that come through, and then when we sit down and we look at them, we have to rewrite some of the songs. I mean, totally rewrite what the... What the uh, the original person meant for the, for the I said, because well, we're not singing un unbelief. You know, we're not singing untruth and doubt and all this kind of, so, you know, we had to change some of the words and kind of make this song sound like it's supposed to, if we're going to be singing before the people of God, singing the word of God. So we don't want to be singing to you doubt and unbelief. So, you know, we, we had to rework some of the songs, which is okay, because we want to speak the truth in our hearts. Okay, so back to, you know, whatever the mountain is, whether it's sickness, whether it's de uh, debt, whatever it might be, we are told to speak to that mountain. Yes, yes. But how much of the, the organized church is doing what the Lord told us to do? They are so in tune to speaking about the mountain, how bad it is and, you know, how whatever, when the Lord said, you speak to the mountain. We are saints of God. You begin to speak to the sickness and say, no. God bless you. God bless you. Sickness is not ours. It is not from God, so I don't have to keep it. I don't have to have it. God's not the problem. God is not the killer. He's not the thief. Jesus, Jesus told us who the thief was. It says the thief cometh but not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. The Lord said, I've come that you might have life and have life more abundantly. So, sickness is not of God. Disease is not of God. Cancer is a killer. It is not of God. Cancer destroys us. If it's killing, stealing, or destroying, it comes from the devil. 
And our job, what the Lord tells us in the Bible to do, we are to resist the devil. We're not going to lay around and lay back and say, well, whatever the Lord's, whatever his will is. Well, if, if you are going to do what the will of the Lord is, then you get up and get healed because that's his will. But they say that like, well, whatever will be, will be. That's not the words of saints of God. When we have situations come up into our lives, our job is to speak to yes. them. Speak to that mountain. You've got to go. You, you, you have no part, no lot in this building, in my life, in my body, in my family, in my ministry, in my children, in my finances. And we have to speak to the mountain. We have to tell you, you got to go. It's not the will of the Lord because he is not the thief. He is not the thief. But see, lazy, passive Christians will just sit around and say, well, it's the Lord's will. Whatever the Lord wants to do in this situation, I'll be satisfied. And one lady at our old church said, to pray that I will do, that I will believe what the doctor says. Something stupid she was saying, that whatever the doctor said, pray that I believe it. I said, no, you won't. I got up and I spoke, I know, a half an hour. It just gushed out of me like nobody's with Are you crazy that you want to accept what the doctor says when your heavenly father said he is your healer? Why would you accept that as fact? Because Satan is coming to resist you. He's pushing against you so that you will receive those reports. As opposed to you pushing against them and saying, no, I will not receive that. I will not receive that. You heard a minister this morning talking about it. She said, no, I'm not, I'm not no. Well, you, know, you know, sometimes, because we are human, even though some tell me think we're superhuman, we are human, and thoughts will hit our brain. And, and that's normal, but the job is to keep the thoughts from building a nest in our heads. You know, one, one um, I think it was Kenneth Hagin Sr. said, you can't stop the birds from flying over your head. Right. You know, the thoughts that come, they'll strike your brain. That, you know, you can't stop them from hitting, but you can't stop them from staying there and nesting, yeah. roosting and laying eggs in your head. Yeah. You know, they may come center packing. Right. They will come center packing. I don't, I mean, you may not have this problem, but I, I am wrestling with the devil all the time with these thoughts and, and speaking and, and casting out and, and casting down the thoughts. The Bible says, cast down every imagination. So when they come, we have to cast it down. Yes. He didn't say they won't come. That's right. He said, when they do come, yes. deal with it. That's, right. That's what we have to do. Cast down every imagination, everything that comes in your brain, that your mind, and your thoughts that says you're not going to get what God says is yours, cast it down. That's right. Flush it. Yes. Flush it. Yes. You may have to walk around and say, no, I flushed that thought. That's right. I, I, I flushed that thought. You know, because it's Satan's job yeah. to bring the thoughts, to bring the doubt, to shoot off the fiery darts. We're going to have the fiery darts coming at us. Right. But our job is to keep up that shield of faith. Say, oh, no, oh, yeah. you can hit that. You can hit the, the shield because you're not getting me. That's my right. faith says I am the healed. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I am protecting my health from sickness and disease. I begin to speak the healing word yes. of God. I begin to get into the presence of the Lord yes. and I begin to invoke and command the presence of God's goodness and God's yes. grace and God's faithfulness yes. over my life and, be, and then let the peace of God, peace of God. settle. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. 
And then when it, when, when it settles, you, you know, you, you kind of take that, yes. that sigh of relief because you, you finally stop those thoughts flying that's and say, whoa, right. whoa, 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 enough is enough. That's right. And that's what I've said. That's, you know, you, you, enough is enough now. Sure is. You know, hung around this head long enough. You get away or I'm going to get out my BB gun. I'm going to start shooting these birds. You understand? Because I don't need these thoughts in my head. Right. You don't need the thoughts because the longer they stay there, yeah. they're going to start to build a nest and start building doubt and unbelief. And then you're beginning to speak your fear. Don't let them do it. Amen. Don't let them take it down that path. I mean, I, I, know, I know it happens because it happens to me. So if he's fighting me, I know he's fighting you. Maybe not. Maybe he's not, maybe he's not bothering you. But I know but that I have to stay in the word and constantly encourage myself. And, you know, this morning I was dealing with this situation. I said, Lord, I just, I just need to hear your word. Because when you, hear, when you got the word on you, okay. And didn't I flip on my phone? to read a scripture, and it was just what I needed to hear. I said, thank you, Lord. You know, I, I took, I said, thank you. I know, I know you're with me. I, I, I know you're with me. I know he's with you. I know he's with me. And I can stand on his word and thank him that his word is forever settled in heaven. I am not your typical pastor's wife. I'm not going to get up here and tell you that life is full of a bed of roses and I never have any problems. The devil never talks to me. He never tries to make me get sad. I'm not, going to, I'm not that kind of pastor's wife. I'm going to tell you the truth what's happening with me. Because it's probably happening with you. Yes. But if you think it never happens to me, you, you know, you always say, well, I, I just can't be that good. Or I just can't be that perfect. I just can't live up to the standards. But look, she never has a problem. The devil is a liar. That's right. he is a liar. We have more problems because yes. he's trying to come against us yes. to keep us from getting to the word and getting the word to you. That's but right. he's a liar. He is a liar. And the father of lies. We see the Lord, and I was just talking to the elder this morning. I said, I thank God. He's, he's giving me a shield. Yes. He's protecting me. I mean, I could see with the times when I would be sad and disappointed and, and you know, oh, God, I go to church and then just a little bit. You know, I've seen when I've had those, yeah. those thoughts. Yeah. But he's taking them away. When I, and I come in and I thank the Lord because, see, I see filled chairs. Yeah. I see this all the way to the back, just yeah. filled, filled yeah. to overflowing. And that's what I have to see. That's that's what I have to say, and that's what, that's what I see. And I say, Lord, I thank you because your word is forever true. Yes. It's settled in heaven. Yes. And, you know, Satan's job is to pull you off of the word. Yes. His job is to put situations in front of you and pain and, and, and as, as the elder said, lumps and bumps and bruises and numbness yes. and toes and whatever he can yes. to try to get you off of the word of God and to get you to doubting and unbelief. Yes. He will send a bill out of nowhere. Yes. What? what? You know, something you, you had no idea was where it came from. Anything he can, can to pull you off of your stance, yes. don't yes. let him do it. That's right. Father, you said in your word, yes. you promised me. Yes. You promised me. Yes. And he will never break a promise. That's right. That's right. He is a promise keeper. Yes. So, you know, situations, I'm not saying that you're not going to have situations come in your life because we're saved and we're shielded from all the troubles of the world. No, we're not. He said, but I've overcome the world, and so can you. So uh, no matter what happens, you're a world overcomer. Why? Because we walk by faith. Our life is a faith walk. It's a faith journey, step by step. We are walking by faith. We are standing on the word of God, believing his word, confessing his word. I mean, get up in the morning and confess. I walk in supernatural favor of God. 
The supernatural favor of God is with me always. I'm a world overcomer. I have overcoming blessings. Yes. Follow me wherever I go. Yes. I mean, goodness and mercy are with me. Yes. You, know, you know, begin to speak goodness over your life. Yes. The favor of God, the joy of God, the love of God. You know, I thank the Lord that all I am financially set. Yes. All of my needs are met. Every bill is paid. Yes. Thank you. Paid right. in full. Yes. Father, I thank you that you said in your word for me to owe yes. no man anything but the love. Right. Why am I saying that? Because that's what I want to come to that's pass right. in my life. Right. Other than I'm getting, I can't pay these bills every time I turn around. But I'm so tired of paying these bills. Lord, nobody's going to. See, that's no faith. Lord can't get involved in that. He can't send any money. He can't send fine. He can't do anything because I've given him nothing to work with. That's right. But when I get up in the morning, I guess my Lord, I thank you. It gives you great pleasure to bless and prosper me. I am prospering you, and I want to give you great pleasure. Speak that over your life. Jesus told us to, to you can have what you say. So our job is to get to the place, back to basics. You mean I got to watch what I say all over again? Yes, watch the words that you say. Because Satan is waiting on your words. The Lord is waiting, but Satan is, he's watching. Wait, what the, oh, she said she, she said she can't pay this bill. Let's find a way. We're going we're gonna to find a way. She didn't get that bill paid. But we'll find, nah, no. Watch the words that come out of your mouth. Whatever, whatever situation. Whatever, when you're speaking to your children, grandchildren, great-grandkids, whoever they are, watch the words that's coming out of your mouth. I told you, Ethan got me said, Grand Mary, we don't doubt. We don't doubt. Do we, Grand Mary? I said, I, I doubt that. I was talking to Kelly. I, think, I doubt that. He stopped and said, no, Grand Mary, we don't doubt. I said, he got me. But I wasn't doubting, but he, well, he heard doubt, came out of my mouth, and he know that we don't doubt. That's right. So I said, you're right, son, grandson. We don't doubt. <laughs> so I had to rephrase my words to say it so that he would realize that I wasn't doubting. <laughs> but, you know, so, you know, we, we have to watch our words because we want good things to come to pass in our lives. Good things. So we're not going to be the, of, the, of the, uh, the group, the part of the church people that say whatever happens, what will be, will be. And another sinner God told me, it is what it is. I said, why do you keep saying it is what it is? And I tell you, her life is a constant. It's a constant. It is what it is. Every time. I said, well, you need to change your words. And then this is a minister of God. Yes. And you speaking to people, you're talking about it is what it is. It is not what it is. No. You speak to the mountain and change what it is. Right. Saints of God. Okay, so we don't want to be the spiritual lazy and don't resist anything and just take it and think it's the Lord's will. Well, this must be what the Lord wants. No, the Lord is not a stealer. He's not stealing, killing, destroying. It's not of God. Don't accept it. We have to resist the devil so he can flee. We have to stand up bold and tell him, look, you get out of here in the name of Jesus. You, you're going to have to... Sometime I get real loud, real vocal. I've had enough of you now. You got to go. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to let you be flying around. You know, I'm not even giving that airspace over my head. Go. You're getting out of my body, out of my finances, out of my family, out of the church, whatever. Whatever it is that's going on in your life, you get out of my job. 
I speak promotion on my job, whatever it is. You begin to speak the word of God. Okay, you, we're in the battle. I'm not saying we're duking it out in the street with everybody coming, but that's not what it is. It's a spiritual battle because the devil is resisting you. He's trying to keep you from getting what God has for you. So you begin to say, no, mm -mm. I believe that I received this already being done. It's in my contract. It's already mine, and I thank God for it. So if it's not good, it's not from God. If it's not good, it's not from God. Because every good and perfect gift comes from our Father God. So if it's not good, don't accept it. Don't sit back and say, well, okay, it must be the will of the Lord. You know, and, 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 and no. So healing is good. Restoration is a good thing. Prosperity is a good thing. Having all your needs met is a good thing. Peace is a good thing. Joy is a good thing. Love is a good thing. All of those things. They came from the Father of God. So we have to believe. And, and the verse said, whatsoever you desire when you pray. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray. Are you desiring evil things? Are you desiring bad things? No. So when we pray, we're not desiring sickness. We're not desiring disease. We're not desiring lack and can't pay your bills. And, you know, you, you put bad relationships and everything is awry in your life. Those are the things that you're not desiring. So quit speaking it. Yes. We're desiring the good things. So what things you desire when you pray, believe. Very simple. These instructions are very simple. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. People are believing all kinds of all kinds of things. I mean, just sit and listen to the saints of God and 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 you can you can peg where they are. Five minutes into that conversation, you can pick how much they know about the word of God, how much they love the Lord, how much he is or is not a priority in their life. Yes. Five minutes tops. You can, you, you can ring their bell and you know just where they are. It's, it's a shame, but that's the truth. So we have to believe that we receive it when we pray. Things we believe, uh, some people say, well, God can do anything. That's, that's a lazy Christian answer. Because that's requiring nothing of you. No faith, God's going to do it. It's in God's hands. That's a lazy Christian. It sounds good. You know, it sounds almost spiritual. You know, God can do anything but fail. That's right, he can. But what are you doing about it? Because he told you to do something about the situation. Because he's given you all things. He settled it all. It's finished. It's in the ball's back in our court. Lazy saints don't want the ball in their court. They don't want to have to do anything. They want to just sit back and let God do it all. God, you can do it. God, you take care of this for me. But what did he tell you to do? What did he say? You know, believe God is good and he can do anything and good. And here's the good one. God knows. God knows. Yes, he does know. And he wants to know what do you know. He knows all things, but what do you know about God? What do you know about, know about this situation, what God can do for you in this situation? But see, we're not told to believe those things. We're told to believe that we receive. That's what we're told to do. We believe that we receive what, what has already, has al it's already been predestined for us, set aside for us, got your name on it. But you have to get it from heaven down to earth. 
and it's not coming from heaven to earth, well, you just sitting in the corner singing, kumbaya, dear Lord, kumbaya, it's not going to happen. You, you know, we, we have to do it the way God says. Amen. But saying so, God, I'm, I'm waiting on, let's go, I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord. And I've done that a long time. I've been waiting on the Lord for things. We said, well, what are you going to do about it? Well, I'm waiting on you, Lord. But what are you going to do about it? I'm waiting on you, Lord. And the question comes back, but what are you going to do about it? You know, finally, after a while, he might have hit you. Well, he's requiring an answer for that because he's just not saying that to be saying that. Oh, so I got to do something now, Lord? Yeah, you're going to have to do something now. We as saints of God, we have to get up and do the, get up and do the things that the Lord tells us to do. You know, we ask for his wisdom. Lord, lead and guide. And that's the pastor and I pray. Lord, we need your wisdom in this situation, what you want us to do. And I was listening to a pastor, and he was, he was talking about a pastor. And um, the pastor saw this building that he wanted. And um, it was a whole strip mall. And he had about 30 members. And he said, well, you know, that was good. Yeah, that's, that's a nice building. And so he saw it and just, just let it go because he said, hey, ain't no way we're going to do it. We only have 30 members. What are you talking about? A whole strip mall. So he let it go for months and months and months. And then um, another pastor came and was at his house, and, and the, the Spirit of the Lord fell on the pastor and began to minister to the pastor that saw the building and said, it's time for you to get that building. He, he said, yeah, let's get up. We're going to go right now and go look at it. So they went and looked at it, and, you know, he walked around the building. He was shouting, thank God, Lord, I thank you. He said, okay, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> he said, well, we got 30 members. What do you mean we're going to do about it? We're just going to wait the Lord. <laughs> he said, no, now was the time for you to begin to work on that situation. You begin to go talk to people, see what needs to be done. And well, well, he went. He said, well, he got the word of the Lord from this man of God who he believed. You know, he believed in him. So he said, okay. So he went and, you know, he talked to the, the, the owner of the building, wealthy man. The, the, the owner of this building, the man had so much money, he, half of the bank's money was this man's that owned this building. So he um, went and talked to the man, and so at the end of the meeting, he realized, well, that's not going to happen because he needed millions of dollars for this building. <laughs> hey, we got 30 members, we, we, we don't have that kind of money. You know, so he went to the bank, and he was talking to the bank, and they laughed the man out the building. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's nothing we can do for you because you can't, you can't pay for this building. So, you know, months went by, and he got a little, little sad and disheartened because, you know, the man, they told him, no, nothing you can do, and whatever. So um, he called the other pastor, and the pastor said, no, you got to stand on the word of God. You're going to have to go back and talk. You're going to have to do something. Yeah. Let the Lord lead you and tell you what to do. That's right. So he said, when they got off the phone, the man that owned the building called his pastor. And so he explained to the past what, to the man what was going on. He said, okay, the man that owned the building went to the bank and said, look, I'm selling this building to this pastor. You better make it work. Or otherwise, I'm snatching out all my money from this bank. So the bank said, look, we'll work it out. We'll do whatever, whatever we need to do. We will work it out. I said, I heard you, Lord. I, I, I heard you, Lord. I heard you, Lord. So, you know, um, that, that when I heard that story, it kind of kind of like egged me on. I said, okay. All right, Lord. I, I, and this has been my prayer. Where do you, you tell me where you want us to be. That's all, that's all I need. That's right. So, Lord, I'm, I'm getting, we're getting your wisdom on that. Because once we know, we're going to take it. I don't care what they say. 
When you know you've heard from God, no matter if it's 30 people, 10 people, 50 people, 20, whatever, when you've heard from God, God is the majority. And when I heard that story, it just, it encouraged me. It encouraged me. I said, Lord, yes. You get, we, we, first, we have to know what it is that you want us to do. Everything else is just gravy. Why? Because we know we got God back in us. No matter how important, how impossible it looks. And trust me, it's going to look impossible. You must be out of your mind. Why are you coming here talking to me about, you don't even have whatever. When we get the direction from the Lord, I don't even care. I don't even care. Because once you know what God has given you, that's at the end of my 21 pages that I prepared. Um, But once you know what God has given you, you can go for it. Of course, I'm only on page four, so you know I've got a long way to go. But um, God is so good, and his word is true. No matter what impossible situations in your life, what impossibility you're looking for, Lord, I can't can't buy a house. I can't. Forget that. You get direction from the Lord. Lord, you tell me where to go, and I'm going in gangbusters. I don't care what they say. You tell when you hear from the Lord. Don't just go jumping out there on your own, but when you hear from the Lord, when you know what he's promised you, then you go and possess it. You got to hear first, then possess. That's this faith journey that we're going on. I am nowhere near where I need to be in my lesson. But, I, I, you know, but God is good. He wants the best for all of us. Not being moved. You have to, you, we have to get to the point where I'm not moved. I'm not moved. Is something going on in your body, I'm not moved. I know what the word of God says. And it looks like, and you know the word, look at that. You feel, you know what you feel? Not moved. I know what God says. His word says I'm healed. Body, you have got to line up according to the word of God. I'm not moved. Don't be moved. Situations come up in your finances and believe, we all have situations that come up. I'm not moved. Lord, I know what your word said. You said you would supply my every need. I'm not going to fall into depression because I have this big bill. And I know how I'm going. No, I don't have to need to know how I'm going to pay it. I have to know how to stand on your word. How to rest. Thank you, Lord. Rest. Yes. Rest in him. Thank you, Jesus. I'm resting. Yes. I'm resting. Lord, I know you're working it out. I know you're giving me the wisdom to work it out. I have the faith to believe that I've received it already. That's, that, that's the good fight of faith that we're going to be talking about. The good fight of faith in the midst of everything, everything else in front of you, all the situations that are bad and sin is not going to happen. What did the Lord say? What did the Lord say? Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Text keyword RWOLFC to 77977 or through our free app. Search R. Wolf C in the App Store. For more information, visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.